0: And welcome to another episode of Trash Trash or Treasure, Treasure? the podcast where Kim and Amy bring you spoiler-free recaps, reviews, and recommendations for
1: whatever we read. What did we read this week, Ames? We read My Murder by Katie Williams, which is a recommend for us from Tara. Tara from Canada.
0: Hi, Tara. Hello, Tara. Happy 2024. Woo. So, yeah, do you want me to spoiler-free recap it?
1: I think so, because it's like a... It's a a contemporary
0: kind of thriller situation. It's
1: slightly futuristic than contemporary.
0: Yeah, well, Mm. yeah, okay.
1: It's a speculative thriller. It's speculative fiction thriller, whatever. Which means I'm just going to make a tangled mess of it. That's fair. All right. So, Kimberly, what happens in this pseudo-contemporary, slightly futuristic... (laughs) I'll just shut up
0: now. I'm already glad you're not doing the (laughs) spoiler-free. I get why you're fumbling in that realm though, because it is essentially set today. But it's just either it's just with different technology. There's a yeah. little bit of different technology. The technology differences are not massive. It's just there's a couple of like like no one owns a car. Everything's automated vehicles They call and it, so
1: you know, getting an auto yeah. and, and they talk about people having screens, yes. which is their Divisive, yeah, or...
0: yeah, and so she has a pretty futuristic job and things like that. Anyway, but you don't really—it's not—it's the world is not that. Vastly different to ours. So, if you were wanting to, if this sounds like your cup of tea, I wouldn't be put off by the fact that it's speculative fiction if you're not usually a speculative fiction person. So, basically, when Tara recommended this, she was like, Amy might not like it. It's probably not her bag. It might just be more of a Kim thing. So, I read it first and then was like, No, no, you should read it, Amy. I think. I think it's accessible. I think it's an accessible book in that sense. We follow the character of Lou. Lou is married to Silas, her husband, and they have like a...
1: Nine-month-old. Nine-month-old
0: daughter. Maybe a little bit older than nine months. Maybe like 10, 11, or coming up to being one-ish. Whatever. The kid's little. Certainly in the first year of life. She is in like an adjustment phase. You find out really quickly... That – and I think it's even on the blurb of the book – that basically her deal is that she was murdered. Lou, the main character that we're following, she was maybe the sixth victim, I want to say. Fifth or sixth. Something like that, of a serial killer who was tormenting her town, and after he was caught – and imprisoned, there was all of this outcry, particularly about Lou's murder, because she's, you know, a young mother, blah, blah, blah. And as a result, the agency for, like, cloning, I can't remember what the name of the organization is, but it's like a a government, not government run, it's a private organization, but there's a lot of government intervention and a lot of government, like, regulation and stuff around it. And there's only one company that does it, that's able to clone people and bring them back. And basically... Generally, in this in this world, in order to be cloned and brought back after you've died, you have to prove some kind of value or worth to society that we can't afford to lose. So, if you were like a scientist on the brink of being able to cure cancer,
1: then perhaps you would qualify. Very, very few people back. Very few. So it's sometimes so it, rare. It hasn't been a good decision. So it's yes. very ethically fraught and, in this world,
0: and they also talk about it briefly in passing, like overpopulation. Yeah. So it's this idea that we don't need more people. We don't people. need. We actually don't need more people. There's, we don't. There's no practical use for resurrecting people except for the rich to keep living and stay rich and raw. So there's all these government regulations around it. So basically, it's very unusual to meet someone who's been cloned, to mm. meet someone who's been brought back from the dead, and so it's basically. There's something they're trying to understand. Lou's trying to understand some things about what happened to her.
1: There's a bag in the all... cupboard that. Yeah, there's a bag and... like that she packed. And... She
0: can't remember. She can't, she not only can't remember her murder, but she also can't remember the couple of weeks leading up to it. And they said that's really common. The, the um, short-term memory is kind of something that you tend to lose. That, you know, really early memory um, doesn't come back in the cloning process. So she's trying to put the pieces of her life kind of back together. She feels like a new person. She doesn't feel like her old self. She feels very much like there is this woman from before and there is her now. And so they're all a part of this support group, all of the women, the six five or six women who were brought back and they're all part of kind of this support group that's being run by a representative actually from the cloning company and so she and another girl become friends Fern one of the other victims becomes friends and it's basically about so while it is kind of about Digging into what was going on in Lou's life in the lead up to her murder, and what actually like there starts to be questions around that, blah, blah, blah. I think that the blurb of this book is a little bit misleading insofar as I don't think the mystery was the compel the most compelling part. I think so as a mm. part of the recap kind of to kind of, I guess, it's pitch as being a mystery. This. Yes. I actually think it's more about the journey of those kind of those women. That's yeah. kind of what it's about. I,
1: I would agree. Um,
0: and that's kind of it. I think anything else would be spoiler territory. Just read the book. Just read the book. It's not a very long book. It is um, not a very long book. No, it's not. So, Amy, what did you think of my murder? Well, I'm actually interested to see what you think. So this is one we
1: haven't talked about prior to this moment. It was not a very long book, which I really appreciated. it.
0: That given... was one of the reasons why I was
1: like, you could read this. <laughs> and I did. It was... It's a pretty
0: easy read, too. Like, I don't think it's... Yeah, like, it's I not did it dense. in an afternoon. Yeah.
1: It took me a couple of hours. And I found it... Like, the concept was really interesting. Mm. And I did find it... Like, I kept turning the page and it did have some, like, interesting little twists and Quite turns. Quite short chapters. Very
0: and short And there's an chapters. interesting kind
1: of structure to the chapters, too, which yeah. was, I liked. Some of the little twists and turns were satisfying. I don't think I will reread it, though. One, because it's speculative fiction and I it sticks in my head and I'm like, I don't really need to reread you because I remember well, how uncomfortable of, it is to sort of occupy that world. But I it's also it a little bit of a mystery box
0: book. Yeah, And once you've opened the mystery box, there's not a lot, like part that mystery box is part of what compels you through the book. So without it it would be less compelling.
1: Absolutely. And, like, I didn't find it earth-shatteringly gripping because it wasn't really a mystery. Yeah. I would have probably been more engaged if we were trying to find out, like, who was the serial killer. Yes, yeah, so versus, he's already, like, in prison. He's in prison, versus it was a domestic resettling yes. of, like, yes. who was I? And it was about identity. But then I was raised on Agatha Christie, so I do very much have a, like, you know, follow the detective bias. And yes. if you're going to say it's a murder mystery to me, or a mystery, it needs to actually have a mystery. I liked the characters there that we met. There is a mystery in
0: this. I think that's a little bit unfair.
1: No, there is a mystery, but it wasn't the central It's not structured like novel. an Agatha
0: Christie. It's I a know it's not. very different. Its structure
1: is really different, yeah. and I I was expecting a lot more mystery.
0: Yes, I was too when I went into it too. So yeah.
1: I found the blurb, that... The blurb leads you in that direction. It does. I found that a bit unsatisfying, yeah. but were, I was like, oh, okay. Because then I was thinking, oh... I had to sort of recalibrate my expectations of what I was going to get out of the book. Yeah, But I did like how it ended and I wasn't, because this is, you know, one of the things is she's resettling into her her life as a mother and a wife and she has this job and yeah. she has all these friends from before she was murdered, which she just calls, you know, tell me about my murder. Yeah. And her husband's like, okay, yeah. and describes it for her. So she's trying to sort of work out, what her relationship with these people, particularly with her child, is now? yes. And some of those, you know how I'm not a fan of these like domestic no mum kid books.
0: Well, it's outside your wheel- your wheelhouse,
1: yeah. But this, I thought was quite interesting. I was disappointed the, in the mystery.
0: But, I was also disappointed,
1: by but the mystery, I mostly
0: because I worked the mystery out when I read the blurb of the book, oh,
1: and, yeah. <laughs> and
0: I was like, "Do better, book," and it did not.
1: Do, well, sometimes we just know that blurbs sometimes aren't accurate. But I was disappointed by the lack of mystery. I probably wouldn't have sat with the, you know, relationship stuff without for the much longer. Yeah. So it was advantaged by the fact that it was a short book and it had yes. a bit of that like, well well what what's the resolution of that? I liked the little sort of side character, like the other people in the support group. Yes, I stories. could have had
0: I could have had a little bit more of that. There's like this subplot about a video game that I really enjoyed. Yeah, I really
1: enjoyed that as well. It's it felt <laughs> It sort of came out of nowhere though. I was like, Huh? Video game. Because the video games they play are completely virtual reality. Yeah, it's they all just VR totally like really massive VR, yeah. And that was really interesting because I could have done with more of that. Yeah. It was quite a visual book as well.
0: I could see it easily being a little mini
1: series. Yeah.
0: Um with BBC or something like that. Like how they have done like broad church and different those yeah. kind
1: of it's got that type of mm. really muted colours. It was very blue, this book. Kimberly, what did you think?
0: Um, so I totally agree with all the things that you have said. Absolutely. I did find the domestic stuff more compelling, mostly because it is, I think I, had it not had the mystery at all, I wouldn't have recommended you read it Mm. when you were like, should I have a go at that? I would have been like, nah, it's not your bag. But I thought the mystery would be enough to kind of keep you in and that it was short. Yes. Ultimately, it's an interesting kind of vehicle for looking at pretty old ideas like like identity post motherhood the mother. yeah. so there's that, that kind that of there's thing. there's that almost because obviously the child isn't very old and cloning is not an instantaneous process so like the murder happens It happened about nine months
1: ago. It happened the same amount of time ago as the kid is old, but she sort of talks about like... She
0: talks about it kind of like that, but it was like, but the baby was not very old. Like the baby would have been less than three or four months old when the murder happened. So it's right in the middle of that kind of... And again, it's a thing that's not I can completely understand is not interesting to anyone who hasn't been through the process of it. But there is there is there is a death that happens when you leave your old – like, I think of myself as the version of me before I had children and the version of me after. Mm.
1: Like, there is a
0: death of a life that happens Interesting. when you have a child. And it's a thing that I didn't even know happened, to be honest. And so, after I had my kids, I was like, well – who am I now? Like, I feel like this whole other... Because you go on, like, maternity leave, so I wasn't you working were, like, anymore. very
1: self-reflective.
0: Everything that I had known up to that point in my life for, like, over 30 years. I was over 30 when I had my kids. And everything I'd known was gone. And then there was just this little person and everyone was like, oh, he's so lucky, he's so cute, he's so beautiful, he's your whole world. And I was like, really? Because my world has just become the most boring place in the history of time. I did not sign up for this. So it's a really tough like there is a death that happens. And I enjoyed this book for that for them turning that into a metaphor of a real murder that Mm. she then survived.
1: Yeah, so that's the process. So that's a reading that I was like would never have got out of the book. I was like, yeah. No.
0: So I loved that. I really (laughs) enjoyed the metaphor of that's interesting. That that sense of identity death that happens when you become a parent. I assume it happens to fathers, but obviously I don't know. It didn't happen as much to my husband like when we talked about it, but it's definitely a thing that a lot of mothers have been like, yes, that's, yep, killed her. I killed her. She's dead. And I'm like, oh no, did she come back? And they're like, we don't know. And the other thing I really liked about it, I really enjoyed that. And then in kind of the the vehicle then for the video game and looking at the women as these almost like these objects of fascination within, within culture and society mm. and media as like it's kind of as they are the embodiment the physicalization of our fascination with darkness and death and violence and murder and so there was a really interesting kind of struggle they had to be people so how do you be a person and the physical kind of embodiment of our fetish with Violence and,
1: putting, and you know all what I mean. All the four of them or five had very, very different ways that they were approaching yeah. that sort of re. Yep. What do we call it? Reconnection.
0: Yeah, we're well, working out who they are mm. now, and I mean, there wasn't really a system for it because, like you said at the start, there just wasn't that much cloning going on in the world. But yeah, I really liked that. The other thing I really enjoyed about this book was the the way the world I thought the world creation was excellent. I thought it was really easy and vivid and it, it was felt very organic.
1: Easy. And I think what helped it was that it wasn't massively different. It was just yeah. like here's our world, just picture these slight different adjustments.
0: Yep. And it was all like very mm. easy to kind of imagine. It was. And so, yeah, I was I really enjoyed it and I really enjoyed the structure of it. The structure of it was my most interesting kind of takeaway at the end. I I thought the the kind of solution to the mystery at the end was a bit predictable and i Mm -hmm. thought was a little bit like like that episode in altered carbon where they remember that it was also a murder mystery and someone just turns up and tells everyone what happened and then that's the end because they got completely sidetracked with other plot again a shout out that like two people will be like yes i remember that episode what were they doing and everyone else will be like i didn't watch altered carbon but
1: i didn't watch altered carbon
0: it was. I really Although it did have it. the Season dude from was the
1: US version of the Killing, which was a great adaptation. Yeah, Very rare.
0: Very rare for the US. Kimberly didn't watch that. I didn't watch. <laughs> I didn't watch the US Killing. So yeah. Anyway, I thought it was really good. I enjoyed it. Would you I recommend? would recommend it. I would recommend it on the wholeheartedly basis wholeheartedly, or with caveats. I would recommend it in saying that it's not. It's not our usual fare. In terms of what we, what I assume, the listeners of our podcast are normally into, does that make sense? Yeah. So if if you also read like Leanne Moriarty books, or you also read like more contemporary kind of fiction that's non romance, I think you would also really like this. It doesn't overstay its welcome. I think it's a nice read. So it doesn't yes,
1: overstay its welcome.
0: I would say this book is well worth a look.
1: I don't yeah. know if I would recommend it
0: because I was in it for. The I mystery. will probably never read it again,
1: though. Mm. Like I said,
0: mystery book. So it is for me. It is a trash. Like it's trash in that sense.
1: It's a book um, you read on a summer holiday, and then you put back in the little library shared library lending. Shelf. Absolutely,
0: and then at some point you're like, oh my god, I read this interesting book. Like that's what it was. Yeah. It was an interesting book. It wasn't a slog to get through. So yeah, I don't know. I'd recommend it. Get a right. Why not? Thank you, Tara, for recommending it to us. Thank you for joining us. Tune in next week when we will bring you more spoiler-free recaps, reviews and recommendations for whatever we read. And until then, happy reading! reading!